Welcome to Freedom Matters Today. I'm Michael J. Sutton and this is episode 110 in our series, Freedom from Fear. Freedom Matters Today looks at freedom from a Christian perspective. We are non-political and non-sectarian. We have five themes, freedom from fascism and tyranny, freedom from fear and despair, freedom from guilt and shame, freedom from sin and death and freedom from past and prejudice. The title for today's podcast is They Don't Come in the Dark. The Bible records that when angels turn up, people feel a deep sense of fear and foreboding. This is, as the New and Hebrew Testaments testify, the normal way these messengers of God do God's work amongst us. For example, the shepherds at the advent of the birth of Christ, Luke chapter 2 verse 10, Gabriel's appearance to Zechariah, Luke chapter 1 verse 13, and his appearance before Mary, Luke chapter 1 verse 30, all indicate that angels instill in people a sense of fear. By contrast, Diabolos is described as a friendly, approachable being that sits easily in our world. He is described as a serpent in Genesis 3, simply one of the many animals God had created in the garden. In Job, in the Old Testament, Diabolos simply pops in for a chat with Yahweh in the heavenly council. Paul, in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14, describes the devil as one masquerading as an angel of light. Put simply, angels put the fear of God into people, whereas the devil pulls up a chair and claims to be your friend. This is also confirmed in the life of Jesus. Churches are often seen as places of safety, but the Bible describes them as both dangerous and often opposed to God. Paul's list of sins and transgressions in his letters do not apply to those who do not know Jesus, but to those who claim to follow him. For example, Ephesians chapter 4 verses 22 to 5 and Colossians chapter 2 verses 16 to 23. None of the seven assemblies listed in the first few chapters of John's revelation survive unscathed by Christ. During our Lord's earthly ministry, Synagogues were places where those oppressed by demons lived without contest or challenge. Mark chapter 1 verse 21 to 6 and Luke 4 verse 33. Church-going people in Nazareth also tried to murder Jesus by throwing him off a cliff. Luke chapter 4 verse 29. The synagogues were created by the Pharisees who conspired to murder Jesus because he did good. Paul tells the Ephesians in 6 verse 13, Therefore put on the full armour of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Christians are not to wait for the night, but for the day. They are to be prepared for attack when they least expect it for this day of evil. In Greek, this simply means a day, a 24-hour period. Paul is not describing a long time or a lifetime, but a day. It is as simple as that. What Paul is saying is that at some point in life, on an ordinary day, Christians will be attacked spiritually. And it will be a surprise attack, for they will not come at night. It is because they follow Jesus. It is because they are united to Christ by faith. 
It is because their citizenship is in heaven and it is because their father is God. On this day, on this ordinary day, their faith, their trust, their allegiance, their relationship with God will be tested. How and in what form this will take, Paul does not tell us. But he does tell us that it will happen. Elsewhere in Ephesians, Paul calls all days as evil. Ephesians 5.16. But it has a different meaning here. By this he means simply that the world lives in a life of wickedness and has for some time. This is great comfort for Christians and other people because it means that the world does not get better or worse. It simply is. It's great discomfort for fascists because for them the past was always better than the present. Christians are encouraged in this verse to stand, which means to stand their ground, which means to have their feet on the ground, planted, sure, secure. They are also encouraged to prepare for the day ahead. Jesus tells us to ask the Father for our daily bread in Matthew 6.11. He doesn't say ask for our monthly bread or our weekly bread or bread for a uh, next month or put some bread in the freezer but our daily bread bread for today the writer to the hebrews tells us in chapter 3 verse 13 but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness encourage each other daily jesus also tells us not to worry about tomorrow but keep our mind and heart focused on today he said therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own matthew 6 24 the guidebook for the christian today is not the writings of a politician or political party we need to be very aware and we need to take care and be cautious of those who come in the day with a smile and a handshake Will they accept Paul's argument or will they close the Bible and tell you to follow them? Remember, freedom matters today because you matter to God. Join me tomorrow for another episode of Freedom from Fear.